Hey, I'm Lou Stokes, style consultant and confidence coach, published author and international speaker. Welcome to my podcast, She's Magnetic. On this season's podcast, I'm having deep conversations with inspirational women entrepreneurs from all over the globe. Together, we explore style and the connection to our inner world and what it means to them to be their own icon, how they've carved their path to becoming a magnetic woman, living life on their terms, overcoming adversities, the highs and the lows, and empowering you to believe in yourself. The time is now to take action and step into your magnetic power. It's always so important to remember that like the only time there ever is, is the now, is like the present. On today's episode of She's Magnetic, I am talking to the incredible Laura Tudor. Laura is an award-winning entrepreneur currently running her second successful business, a sustainable luxury hair brand, Scented. Scented is a beautiful new range of expert products combined with straight talking and supportive advice for stress out hair, body, and mind. With the company, Laura is on a mission to promote self-care, self-love and well-being whilst improving hair health from the inside out. Laura has been focused on personal growth and wants to share all that she has learned on her journey, teaching the importance of self-care and self-love with a huge focus as a company on sustainability and transparency. How are you? Hey Lou, I'm really good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm great, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today on the She's Magnetic podcast. So we already know that you're an award-winning entrepreneur and you're currently running your second successful business, a sustainable luxury hair care brand, Centred. So why don't you fill us in a little bit more on your life and your past experiences and so we can get to know you a bit more. Yeah, sure. So um, first of all, can I say thank you so much for having me? It's so nice uh, to be able to come and talk to you and um, your energy is just amazing. So thank you for having me here. Um, yeah, so just to give you a little bit more of a background. So I actually come from a design background. I um, studied design in, in university um, and I kind of organically went in the direction of um, millinery actually. So I really like to work with um, fashion designers like sculpting and it kind of like naturally just ended up um, going into that direction. So um, at university I kind of studied accessories um, as a whole uh, degree and that was really looking at pattern cutting to um, design and uh, and also how to kind of manage that as a business. So um, I graduated um, and then went on to start my own business, um, my own brand, which I ran for my, under my own name um, for about eight years. And during that time, you know, I was, um, I was working incredibly hard and I ended up opening my own studio in central London, which I was just so proud of, but I, I kind of didn't really have a work-life boundary. I didn't at that point, I was so young. I didn't really know how to, uh, look after myself properly. And I, I ended up, 
starting to get really, really tired. And over like, probably quite a few years, I, I was burning out and I just kind of got to a bit of a crossroads where I physically couldn't do any more work. And it was either a choice to expand the business and kind of take on a, a studio team or, or change direction and kind of like have a break. And I think at that time, I, I decided to take the latter and really like take some time out for myself. So yeah, right. I um, I closed my company, which was like extremely difficult and kind of yeah, like I can imagine. Yeah, for something that was, you know, dead certain on this was going to be my you know forever career. It was a it was a big curveball to to be to be closing that and to kind of be walking away. Um, and I was, I was very lucky. I'd, I'd worked hard enough that I'd had a little bit of money saved. So I'd, I took a few months out um, and went to India, of course. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then I came back and was like, okay, what do I do now? Because I, I, I was kind of starting from scratch. So I looked at the things I really enjoyed. I, was, uh, I really used to like trend forecasting. And I think I've learned about myself is that I'm a researcher Mm. So that's what I love. And I, I worked for a trend forecasting agency for a little while. And whilst I was there, I experienced um, hair loss, um, like stress-induced hair loss. So I, I um, yeah, I just, it was happening. And I was r- literally writing these reports saying that, you know, the beauty market was growing and the wellness market was growing. Um, and that people were starting to open up about hair loss. And it was just kind of one of those little light bulb moments, like that you really knew where that was. I really knew that I was supposed to be at that point and moment in time. Um, it was just really, really eye-opening for me. And I kind of came up with the idea for Centered and told my husband. And then fast forward two years, and that's where we kind of are today. Amazing. And so talk, tell us a little bit about Centred. Yeah, so um, I, whilst I was at um, Mintel actually, so I'd started to, well, sorry, talking a little bit about sustainability as well. That was another reason I decided to close the business because I just, as soon as you kind of are awoken to sustainability, I just realized very quickly that what I was doing wasn't super sustainable. Um, so as soon, yeah, as soon as I realized that I kind of lost my passion for it and because mm. I was working so hard, you kind of needed that. Um, so I'd kind of changed my whole life and I was, you know, swapping things. So I was, I was trying to shop organic, trying to buy sustainable things. We were buying secondhand furniture and kind of just trying to make, you know, those little differences that you can all, all do. Um, and it was, it was a, a point in my life where I was really looking into what I was using on my skin, what I was consuming. So, um, yeah, I was, when I was experiencing the hair loss, I was kind of looking at natural products and what they were, and natural remedies to kind of look at the root cause. And I just found it really, really difficult. And I found, I found it really difficult to find the products that I was looking for. So I am... Um, and that is really where the kind of researching led to go and make something myself. Um, mm-hmm. I should probably mention that my husband is an amazing hairstylist as well. So he's, 
he works in a salon in London. So we were able to kind of go through this journey together. And um, yeah, so Scented is a, a, a natural hair care uh, brand. So we, we have five products that we've just launched with. So a natural shampoo and conditioner. And then we have a amazing scalp treatment, which is designed to uh, replenish and exfoliate the scalp. Um, we have a detangler and we have a um, supplement. So the whole range is uh, designed to be used all together. So you can really improve your hair health from the inside out and the outside in. So we, we kind of try to look at hair holistically. So we look at like the root causes of like if you do have any hair or um, scalp issues to kind of help improve that. So tell us a little bit about the journey because as, as we both know, being an entrepreneur is very much um, a bit of a roller coaster ride sometimes. So what is, talk about something that really inspires you, that makes you feel like really fulfilled in what you're doing. I feel like being an entrepreneur now, I've had two very different businesses. Um, I love that because it's always different every single day. I was actually going through my, my phone, like just looking at photos from like a couple of the past couple of months. And it's so, well, it's so different from day to day. Like we did a shoot a couple of months ago, um, pre-lockdown actually. And we, you know, I was shopping all these like morning markets, like uh, the London markets, like two two a.m. from like five a.m. in the morning, or the flower markets and everything, and it was it was such like a it's so different from just a normal day to day job, which I have also done. Um, so I really love that. I really love that difference um, from the day to day job. And then I just love working with other people, like bouncing ideas I, f- I feel that's where I really excel and I really like feel myself enjoying um you know working working and kind of a collaboration of ideas that's that's I think I yeah where I enjoy it the most yeah totally and what about when you know when you get a low moment you're like what am I doing kind of feeling do yeah. you get that often or I, I've definitely had it um I've obviously had it. So when I was burning out, I remember there was like really specific moments that I kind of reflect on now. And I'm like, oh yeah, that was a really difficult point. Like, and, I, and I almost like made a promise to myself not to be there to go to that feeling again. Um, and actually the past few weeks, so it's been so busy for us. Um, I've kind of like had like snippets of that feeling. I was such a, I feel so grateful to have that awareness now because it was like, okay, look, I don't want to get into that situation ever again. Mm. So like, okay, well, what do I need to do? I know, take some time out, like do some self care, basically practice what I've been preaching. Um, yeah. And, and just making sure to look after myself. So I think, I think having those little like bad moments and um moments when you're quite low are really good kind of benchmarks so you know you you can you can make sure to keep yourself on a higher frequency yeah totally it's like just like you said the awareness of okay I know this feeling what can I do about it before I spiral down right yeah and I I see it now it's so um it happens so often I think because um, 
when I was younger as well, I was like brought up to work really, really hard. Mm. And yeah, I don't know. I just didn't obviously take in the like looking after yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it all all makes a lot of sense now. Of course, you know, we're only human at the end of the day. We need to rest and it's just an information overload on a day-to-day basis. So yeah, no, resting is, resting is so important. Yeah, totally. And just knowing when to stop, right. And Mm. to take time out. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And how do you feel like over the past few months, obviously we've been going through a massive global transformation, what with COVID and black lives matter. And how do you feel that's affected the, your, you and the way you do business and your brand? Um, for me, actually, it's, I mean, lockdown was definitely unexpected. I think Mm. even when it was like starting to happen, it was just like, oh, this is only going to be a two week thing. Um, but you know, now we're in October, it's been, what has it been like? seven or eight months or something um oh yeah no even more than that like eight eight, yeah yeah just um, counting a long time (laughs) a long time I don't know for me it's really felt and and the BLM movement it's it's really embedded my beliefs even more I feel so grateful that I've built a company that has an ethos that I can really believe in you know like this is this is me kind of thing. This is like my authentic self. And, and nice, I'm yeah. like really grateful for that because I think it's really important for my like day-to-day work. I have to really believe in something. So, so yeah, I think, you know, diversity um, is so important for us and it's been something that we've been able to talk about quite a lot. Yeah, it's great. Definitely. I do feel like the, things are shifting on so many levels and will continue to shift as we all, you know, move forward. Yeah, I think, and like, you know, our message is just about like self-love and self-care. I think, you know, you can get so bogged down with kind of what's happening, Mm. um, you know, and you're listening to the news news and it's just like bad news after just negativity and just like, fear and hatred and just just awful awful things and you, and you kind of step away from that and you're just like already exhausted and yeah it's just I've actually tried to like distance myself a lot from that um because I think on like a mental health level it was it was really like negatively impacting me so I feel like you know we want to talk like positivity t- sorry positively and just like making sure to like show show that love and to be that responsible um brand basically yeah nice and so like talking about self-care and and self-love and you know your brand is very much centered around that and the sustainability and and as you know I'm a very I'm an advocate for positive body image and body acceptance and and so many women suffer from different forms of body issues and body acceptance in their life. I think a statistic shows that it was like 97% of women actually suffer from body image issues at some point or various points in their life. How, like what's your experience been with body acceptance and 
And is there anything you would like to share about your own insights on this topic? Um, yeah, I think I've actually just read this um, amazing book called like, Untamed by Glennon Doyle. And she had like a couple of like points that really, really hit home. So I remember be, when I was younger, I um, used to like swim, competitively swim. So I used to have like quite like like large shoulders <laughs> if I'm swimming and like even back then when I would have been what like 11 or 12 like something changed in my brain where I was like oh I, like I'm overweight and fat and that really stuck with me my you know my 20s and now oh my god my 30s that it's that it's just something that is always there Nicola, and you, you're always putting yourself down like mm. whenever you look in the mirror and I think this is something that is so common and when you look at the media when you look now we are able to digest information on a level that is like so huge like it's so it's never happened before like just scrolling through Instagram like before you go to sleep or when you wake up or um, yeah. you know these like body image is just so unrealistic and expectation for for women to to be of us you know look a certain way have a have a certain weight and it's like you're judged by by what you wait even this morning actually I was like looking on um an online um news I was looking on the daily mail basically and you know you just the, the headlines are like this girl has lost this much weight and it's like why are women judged by what weight they are rather than you know how what amazing things they're doing and it's it's just so awful and unrealistic um and I think the Cynthia Nixon um the Cynthia Nixon video that was I think it was like earlier this year or even the end of last year and it was just like the kind of extreme so you're either too fat or too thin it's like yeah. oh, it's like never people you can just never be perfect in some people's eyes or or but I actually think that there is perfection in imperfection and that's been like what I've been learning about myself um that I've like kind of started to finally accept my body and you know to be really grateful for it and um you know, like I, I am what I am now. So I've got to I learn to love the body that, that I'm in. Um, and I think it is so common to just be putting yourself down. So now, now when I find myself doing that, I really try and like catch myself. I'm just like, Oh, like, give, give me a, give me a break. Like, don't <laughs> yeah, stop. To, like that way. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, totally. It's so easy as well. Like you said, with the media, it's like, it's like we're constantly being told really that we're not enough because we're either too skinny, too fat, um, according to someone else's opinions. And it's, it's, I mean, and like you said, Instagram, the scrolling and I mean, thankfully it is like, it is changing. There's a much, there's more authenticity on there now, but it's still like, you know, you know, people highlighting this perfect life and this perfect body and and it can't, like, we can spiral down into negativity, especially if we're not careful. So, like you said, it's really important to really be aware of, like, the triggers and what 
what like triggers us to go into that negative spiral and catch ourselves before we go into deep. Yeah, I think we're really like lied to as well. Um, you, you know, there's like expectation that you can achieve that from, I don't know, buying something or like buying a product or, you know, having a specific procedure. Or it's just, you know, a lot of it's Photoshop and cameras and lighting and yeah it's it's very damaging but uh, on a on a positive note yeah uh-huh. no we, we we're trying to um i guess talk about this subject through through our company um to like accept yourself and to like for that self-love and and it's not about like perfection but it's just like you like increasing your your health your overall health basically yeah one of the biggest things for me actually with with body acceptance has been actually self-care self-love and self-care practices because as soon as I stop doing them I notice that my whole energy changes and the way I feel about myself um is different yeah but when I really give myself time and space to nurture myself, to, you know, to, to move my body in a form that's loving to me to get that exercise, to, you know, put a face mask on or even say no to someone because I'm tired and I really need yeah. to stay at home and just chill. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. I think, yeah, just those like little acts of self-care for literally no one else than yourself. Um uh, it's been something that yeah I I'm I'm still learning and it's like a con- I need to constantly remind myself to do that um but I think yeah that they're, they're so invaluable to do yeah it's like allowing because we've been told that we have to constantly be doing mm. doing doing this and that and you're not allowed to just lie down and relax for a day and watch whatever you want or read yeah. it's like oh that scene is like not productive and it's like well actually that's what we need to do sometimes yeah absolutely yeah so and like talking about self-care and 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 part of my ethos as well is that personal style is a form of self-love so I'd love to hear about what are your views on personal style and how you feel that impacts your life I think personal style is definitely a form of self-care and it's been something it's probably the one that has been like hanging over my shoulder kind of thing it's like a constant reminder um and it's the one that takes a bit of a battering to be perfectly honest because um especially now having like two young businesses over the past decade I think I've always put my um my own like personal as I'll say like investments so like which would be clothes Hmm. um kind of to the back of the pile but when I when I've been able to like invest in pieces I, I really love yeah you know getting like kind of basics um so that you you don't have to think too much about it when you're waking up but then I really like the key pieces. So I really like kind of dressing up with like small little details. Um, 
I, I think I have, I have again, like a bit of a journey to go with like personal style, but I really enjoy, um, I really enjoy design. I really appreciate uh, craftsmanship and mm. like the, the dedication that something has gone into the design of a clothing. Um, I definitely see fashion in general just because that's being, you know, the industry that I've come from is as artwork, it's, it's design. Um, so I, I really appreciate that. And I also really appreciate, um, similar to what we were talking before, like sustainability. So, you know, I'm really looking when I'm, when I'm looking to purchase things now, I, I look, um, for organic cottons. I look for like natural fibers. I look for sustainably sustainable production, um, or I have been looking, um, you know, secondhand as well, sometimes yeah. for like specific, specific things. Um, I think there's like so much taboo there as well about buying secondhand, but mm. I think there is so many people now getting more involved. And there's a really amazing company here in the UK called Her, um, which is like oh, a rental company. Yeah. So cool. And I've seen a couple of them popping up actually, but I just love it. I actually can't wait for an event to go to because I'm going to, I'm literally going to go there and go and get like an amazing dress and like, yeah. Aren't, aren't they collaborating with Selfridges? Yeah. They yes. Are. Yeah. I can't wait to go to London. Yeah. They have, yeah. and they just, they just have open one up in Manchester actually as well. So yeah, I think, I think, you know, there's, there's companies like that that are starting to pop up that are really amazing and okay then you then for example I wouldn't have to invest like so much into like this one dress you're going to wear this one time like I have I find that quite difficult sometimes so yeah there's like value around that and all sorts of things but but then you know you can really invest in in something that you only you only know you're going to wear like once or twice and then um, you can rent it. So cool. I love it. Yeah, it's great. It's such a great concept. And yeah. I think we're going to be seeing more of that as, you know, we expand and grow globally and people understand more about where they're buying their clothes from, like who made their clothes, how did they get to the shop, you know, what fabrics are they made out of, in what yeah. conditions, um, were the workers in when they were making you know this I mean there's so many factors to sustainability yeah so many Hmm. but we're just told constant consume consume and we never really ask ourselves these questions yeah absolutely and then you know when you know that something or if something does come from a sustainable company or 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 a designer label where it's being made in EU with regulations then yeah the price is like huge in comparison to a fast fashion item that you maybe have gotten from a high street store and and it's only been like a fraction of the price so yeah I think I think there's still like a lot of education around that but I think there's also a lot of like amazing things happening and I think there's a lot of hope and um innovation to come yeah totally totally so Laura if you could sit down with anyone and have a chat with them who would that be I actually thought I was thinking of like several different people um but I'm gonna go with I've been listening to this podcast and um, 
called Expanded. Mm. Um, and it's with a girl called Lacey Phillips or a woman called Lacey Phillips, I should say. Um, and I just think she's just amazing. Um, so I think I'm going to, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say Lacey Phillips because she talks a lot about manifestation, but she combines like kind of the, a spiritual outlook to, with, of science yeah um, she explains it in such an incredible like understandable way and I, I I just like find her fascinating so yeah I'd love to have a chat with her yeah she's um she's very interesting everything she's doing yeah and she has this lodge doesn't she in California yeah she is, does yeah it looks I, incredible that, mm-hmm. yeah I just I I find like um she's got a course as well I'm like considering I'm considering doing so. Mm, yeah. Nice. Like, that's really good energy at the moment. <laughs> so if you could go back to your 18, or if you could talk to your 18-year-old self now, what would you tell her? I'd tell her to just, like, start looking after yourself more earlier. Like, <laughs> you know, start, like, practicing these, like, self-care habits because I think it's so difficult to break a habit instead of like building them in when when you were younger so yeah just like to not worry so much and just like to to relax basically and just yeah just uh, look after yourself nice and what is your definition of a magnetic woman I think it's gonna be like confidence is like definitely the biggest attraction for me um and just like when you say a magnetic woman I I feel like I instantly think of like an aura like something you're like drawn to as a woman and there yeah when when you I feel like when you're confident it just like everything just like slots into place and you just feel that yeah you can go forward and kind of do anything you want I think that's really magnetic nice so Laura tell us where our listeners can connect with you online so you can um connect with us um at centered um so it's at we are centered on instagram and facebook actually um or you can find me on my personal instagram at laura tudor underscore nice and i'll drop all the info anyway in the show notes so finally is there just one last nugget of wisdom you'd like to leave our listeners with today? Um, yeah, there is actually. So I think like um, through my journey and kind of listening to and, and, and doing my own self-development um, and research, I think it's always so important to remember that like the only time there ever is, is the now, is like the present and um you know, you can think about the past and you can think about the future, but just kind of, kind of try and be as present as as much as possible. Um, and I do it by having little triggers and just like taking like breaths and just being like, oh, like uh, gratefulness um, really helps you to kind of be in the present moment. So yeah, I feel like that would be my bit of advice. Amazing. So it's been wonderful to chat to you today as always. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to talk to you. You are so welcome, Laura. I hope to see you soon. Lots of love. Bye. Bye.
I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please subscribe to the She's Magnetic podcast. Rate and review in the Apple podcast, Spotify, or wherever you're listening from. I'd be so grateful. Also, please check out the show notes for more information on my guest and learn more about me on my website, www.loustokes.com. And if you are not already part of the She's Magnetic community on Facebook, please join us there. Until next time, be inspired, take action and step into your magnetic power. A production by Kabina 29.